You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your hosts, Chris Jennings and Dr. Mike Brazier. Today we're welcoming back Dr. Fritz Reed, the Director of Conservation Programs for the Boreal and Arctic for Ducks Unlimited. Fritz, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much. Hey, we in our last show, we discussed, you know, the boreal as a whole, the importance of waterfowl, uh, the importance for it, of the boreal for waterfowl, um, even some of the unique species and, the, and, and some of the, the, the breeding habitats there. But let's talk a little bit about how Ducks Unlimited is working to conserve this important habitat. Kind of explain that to our audience. You bet. As we talked about the last time, uh, the boreal is a huge area. In North America, it's 1.6 billion acres. And there, there just isn't enough money in the banks to buy that kind of land. The good news is, it's in, the, in Canada, this is 99% public land. This is the Queensland. And so it, it's, it's, it's co-owned, co-managed by a provincial, territorial, and indigenous people. And so the conservation program is all about influencing through policy uh, our ability for either protected lands or for sustainable development lands. And the difference is sustainable development will have industries involved, and those industries in the boreal are forestry, mining, oil, gas, and industries are involved. However, 
uh, we work with those industries to reduce any impact on water. So, for instance, the forestry companies are working in the winter. Uh, uh, their equipment goes across during the winter. And the impact, once thaw occurs, you'll see is, is non-existent or, or very, very minimal. Uh, so, so those are the kinds of things we do uh, with sustainable development. For protection, it's a policy effort where we work with, again, the, the governments of the provinces or the territories, and most importantly, the indigenous governments. And this is where uh, people are looking at their traditional lands and developing land use plans. And Ducks Unlimited Canada really has a strong record of working with folks on the land to help them make the kinds of decisions uh, they need to make. Very cool. Now, and, and with that, um, you know, when, when I joined you in the Boreal four or five years ago, you know, we stayed um, in a First Nations village. Um, can you kind of explain how DU is working within that? It's a very unique uh, relationship that, you know, DU and, and even some partners kind of explain the partners that are involved in this, but in going in and, and meeting with these First Nations. And, and what are the First Nations doing to, you know, take the next step, which I think people may find it, it to be very interesting of, of how, how the First Nations are kind of taking the next step to put the step forward in conservation. So in, in Canada, many of the First Nations of the Boreal have not fully completed their treaties that they have with the federal government or, or with, the, with the territories. And, and it's very surprising for most people that haven't traveled up to these areas. And in fact, the last step in order to complete these treaties is to have an agreement on how the land is to be used to have a, a, a solid land use plan. And so for a number of these nations, uh, they have actually very sophisticated uh, groups that are gathering data on where their people hunt, trap, fish, uh, where they canoe, where they bury their dead, where various religious parts of the lands are. At the same time, on their traditional lands, if it's known this is an important area for some potential mining, this potential of oil gas here, then they can track what's going to be protected, what's going to be in a sustainable development program. And Ducks Unlimited, with its expertise in satellite mapping and uh, ground truthing can supply that information, can supply data to the First Nations to help them build uh, a model that then tells them or helps guide them in, in what they're going to protect. Cool. And, and just to give our audience a perspective, uh, there was just recently uh, a, a, a massive conservation uh, effort up there with some of the First Nations tribes, kind of give our audience an idea of once these decisions are made and they say that, you know, it, it, it's very similar to our conservation work, like even in the U.S., where we conserve, you know, three million acres here. How large are some of these agreements and these pieces of, of land in, in the boreal that the First Nations are, are conserving? Uh, absolutely. And, and one that we just helped complete was with the Acacho First Nations, the Keicho's traditional land base is 77 million acres. It's the wow. It's the southeast 
portion of the Northwest Territories. And uh, there, there are five communities uh, for this First Nations. And one of the communities, Lesel K, has for 20 years tried to develop a protected area uh, called Thai Denendene. And this was just completed. Uh, the Minister of the Environment of Canada, uh, the Minister of the Environment for the Territories, and the chief and, and the elders of, of the community gathered and signed an agreement which created a six million acre uh, uh, protected area. It's a combined area that is a national park, it's an indigenous park, and there's territorial lands as well. But the great thing is, in this particular case, is there will be boreal guardians, indigenous uh, people trained to help in the management of this landscape. And so these, these are folks that are good working with a, a motor, know how to uh, live on the land, uh, know how to uh, find the game, uh, how to sample the fish, and, and so then are working on the landscape. And, and the goal then is to have these folks help in the future when you know, there's going to be canoe trips, going to be hunting and fishing up and up in these lands that you'll have guardians that can help uh, guide folks up up in these areas. Yeah. And they even, and I think the Lutzel K that's, that's where, where I stayed when I went up there with you and, and some of the, our guide up there, you know, was kind of pushing this program and it's awesome to hear how that's kind of come full circle. I know that was one of the main discussions that, that we had when we were up there uh, with James and um, several other people that, it, it's finally come to fruition, and, and I think people need to understand that that's, it, it also brings an economic factor to that area too, which I referenced James. James Marlowe was, was our guide when we were up there, but um, that economic factor is very important as well, is it not? Absolutely. And, and you know, the, the pride of these folks that are trained like that, uh, you know, they, they're really respected in the community. They're really respected from people outside the community. Uh, the tremendous knowledge they have. Uh, really is a, is a great thing. And as you say, you, you, you have the ability then, you know, for fishing trips, for, you know, canoe trips, camping out on the land. Uh, and, and we need more folks trained in this fashion. It's, uh, it, it, it's really a great opportunity. Cool. Yeah. And who are some of our partners that we work with? You listed off a couple, but I know that there's some very specific partners who, who Ducks Unlimited works with to accomplish all of this. Sure. Well, you know, we were very, very fortunate 20 some years ago to join partners with the Pew Charitable Trust. They've been a leader in this effort all along. Uh, currently, we're also working with the Hewlett Foundation, the Moore Foundation, the Re Resource Legacy Fund. These are some of the folks that are helping make this effort happen. But the people on the ground that real truly uh, are making this happen for the future are the First Nation leaders, uh, some of the uh, in, in, in industrial leaders, both in forestry, oil, gas, and mineral. And, uh, and then there's, there's folks in the governments of, of the territories, of the provinces, at the federal level, who really are looking for a world-class conservation uh, in the boreal of Canada. And uh, they have the chance to do it. And, uh, it's really in the next few years that we hope to see some some wonderful fruition to 
to efforts that uh, the Ducks folks have have helped help play a, play a role in. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Always fascinated by the boreal forest. I need to get up there to visit it myself because I just don't have a lot of exposure to it. But it's, as you've said, huge landscape, huge number of partners that were required to make this happen. Uh, and here on this podcast, we're sitting, the, uh, Chris and I and our, our, our producer sitting here in Memphis and you're with DU Inc. out in California. And you've referenced DU Canada a number of times. And of course, the boreal forest is all across, uh, is all across Canada. And, and so I just want to make sure that, that, uh, we talk about our relationship with DU Canada and the important, uh, role that, that like they, they do the, a lot of the heavy lifting on this, right? This is another one of those areas where we, uh, where Ducks Unlimited as a family has to work together to conserve these resources that benefit us all across all these different international boundaries, national boundaries. Absolutely. You know, we, we have three sister organizations, each of those organizations, have their own boards, have their own staff, have their own challenges. You know, the challenges that we have in the boreal forests of Alaska are very different than the challenges that, that are faced by, by our Canadian partners. The Anilka Act that was passed in 1980 in the United States basically created about 40, 45% protected areas in Alaska and the boreal, is mainly national wildlife ref- refuges, some national parks, some BLM lands, but a big chunk of it was protected. As we looked at Canada and our partners from Canada, you know, talked to us, it was recognized in the late 90s that less than 4% of the boreal forest of Canada had any level of protection. And, you know, we had Indigenous people talked to us and say they were concerned. We had industry people saying they were concerned. 
we had government people saying they were concerned. So there, there was an, an absolute need. And, and the great thing was Ducks Unlimited Canada had staff that were willing to go into some of these remote areas, learn something about some of the ducks, learn something about what the different types of wetlands, what the distribution of the wetlands were, but then to go into these indigenous communities and help gather uh, information for those folks as they develop their, their plans. So, Fritz, let's talk now a little bit about some of the major threats and risk to the boreal forest. You've talked a great deal about the work that we're doing. And when we talk about prairie landscapes or wintering landscapes, we talk about things such as wetland drainage and uh, wetland loss uh, or grassland conversion, things of that nature. But uh, what are we what are some of the biggest threats that we as a waterfowl community are concerned about in the boreal? Well, certainly some of them are similar. Uh, industrial change in the boreal is happening fairly fast in certain locations. So one worries about uh, pollution of water uh, and, and getting into water with industrial activities. So if, if we can keep our industrial activities basically away from water, uh, we're in a fairly good place. Obviously, the southern end of the boreal has uh, uh, heavy forestry activity. Um, there's changes, uh, of course, to the, the tree canopy. But what we see in the wetlands is if you maintain the integrity of the wetlands that are not being impacted by that industry, uh, you're going to be in a good place. Um, big changes that we see across the north and being brought up a lot by our, our, uh, our Aboriginal partners are the fact that climate change is probably seeing its biggest impact in the Arctic in the boreal. And uh, it's happening at a really rapid rate. And so there's thawing of permafrost. And so you, when you're out in the landscape, you see slumping, you see uh, draining of wetlands that are occurring. Um, that, that's going to be a, a long-term impact. Uh, one, what you, the way you deal with that is through protection of wetlands and peatlands. By keeping those uh, in, in, a, in a wet environment, you're not drying them out. You're not getting them uh, a, a loss of carbon by drying them out and, and having them evaporate. And so uh long term the strategy for conservation are big broad protected areas protected in in large landscapes uh so as change occurs on the landscape one area dries up another area gets wetter you have the ability for uh many birds to take advantage of of changing changing environments you know, and that's one of the most, one of the things that as a scientist I look forward to the most is trying to, um, you know, trying to help understand or uh, I, I guess just observe in some cases uh, how birds are going to respond to that. How In some cases, there are probably going to be some winners. In some cases, there's probably going to be losers. And I think that's going to be a fascinating thing to uh, to observe as we go forward to see how uh, how birds adapt to that. And then, of course, we will Continue to look at our conservation strategies and figure out what we need to do to make that uh, make that happen or help that happen. 
you bet. And 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 already we see you know groups of birds, the three species of scoters, the long-tailed ducks. These birds seem to be going through a long-term decline, and we don't really know why that's the case because as we look at their breeding grounds, we don't see dramatic change. As we look at their wintering grounds, some minor changes, but we don't really understand why among the waterfowl species, they should be declining. On the other hand, we see, you know, in case of mallards, in the case of uh, green-winged teal, some of the highest populations we've experienced in the last 50 years. So why is mm-hmm. it that those species are doing well, others are not? And just as you say, Mike, we just we just don't know. Awesome. There's some there's some uh, real interesting information, you know, even for the future. Uh, some real challenges for Ducks Unlimited, and something that uh, that I mean, I think as from your guys' science perspective, it's it's probably pretty exciting to uh, kind of prepare for the next step. But it is. It's exciting, but it's also intimidating. Absolutely. <laughs> Just knowing how difficult it is to study in that environment and how big it is, and uh, because you want to be able to answer the questions in a way that you can, you know, you, you want you want the answers, but yep. uh, they're they're difficult to come by in that area. Cool. Well, Fritz, hey, I appreciate you joining us today. And uh, by gosh, we could probably do uh, a Boreal Forest show every week uh, with the massive amount of information coming mm-hmm. out of there. And uh, you, you definitely doing great work up there along with DU Canada and our partners. It's it's just fantastic and, and a real benefit for waterfowl populations in North America. But thanks for joining us. Yep. Thanks, Fritz. It's my pleasure and uh, encourage all the listeners to keep listening to these podcasts. I think it's a great place to uh, to learn about what Ducks is doing and what the challenges are out on the landscape. A great big thank you to our special guest on today's episode, uh, Dr. Fritz Reed, joining us all the way from California. Also, we want to thank our producer, Clay Baird, and most importantly, we thank you, our listeners. We thank you for your time, for your passion, and your commitment to waterfowl and wetlands conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina ProPlan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're We're conservationists conservationists. with the next generation. generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here.
We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation, united by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation, take it outside.